Welcome to the Solomon's Porch Podcast, the podcast from the worship experience of Solomon's Porch at Valdosta First United Methodist Church. We want you to be encouraged and inspired in your faith journey. So sit back and relax, unless you're driving or using heavy machinery, and enjoy. Are a sinner. Raise your hand up. Leave it up if you're a sinner. Leave it up. Don't put it down. Now, look around with your hand still up. And if you see somebody that doesn't have their hand up, say, hey, raise your hand because lying is a sin. Okay, go ahead and do that. All right, you can put your arms down. The reality is, folks, is that we all sin, and sin is a big deal, just like the video said. It's, it's a big deal. It separates us from God. Uh, when we make bad choices, bad decisions, we do things we, we know we should not do, or we fail to do the things that God has told us to do and we don't do them, we sin, and sin separates us from God. It's just the reality of it all. I titled today's message this, Sin Stinks. It stinks. Sin has a, a stench to it. Sin has a, an odor to it that is not a good odor. It smells. And you might not actually be able to smell it with your real nose, but the reality is, is that it stinks to God. And God wants nothing to do with sin. And that's, that's uh, kind of scary news when you think about it. Because like the video said, if we are sinning, we're going to be separated from God. Sin's right there in the middle of it all. So how do we bridge that gap? How do we get over there? Now, before we do that, I want to just understand this. What is sin? I have this definition that I wrote. Sin is the act of choosing yourself over God. Anytime I choose myself over something that I know God wants me to do or has asked me to do or that I just know deep and down, down in my spirit, it's not, it doesn't line up with God's words and God's desires for me, I'm sinning. When we choose ourselves over God, we sin. I asked Mallory this, my daughter, my almost five-year-old, um, let's see, 19 days, Mallory, is the countdown, till you're five, 19 days. Um, and I asked her the definition of sin, and this is what she told me. She said, sin is when we disobey God, and it makes him sad. And then, and then she added on this part, and she knows this big word I'm about to say. So sin is when we disobey God, and it makes him sad, and then we have consequences, Okay. And we're learning about consequences in our house. Um, and I would like, I've said this to you all before, I would love for Mallory to understand consequences at five years of age so she doesn't have a rude awakening at 15 or 25 or 35, right? We all know, a lot of us in here, we've got some wounds, we've got some scars that are because of our consequences. So the earlier we can teach about consequences, the better. But sin separates us from God, and there are consequences for those things. So when we choose self over God, we're sinning. And sin stinks. It really does. Um, I think about this. Uh, this is what Proverbs chapter 10 says, verse 7. This is what it says about stinky sin. A wicked life... A wicked life leaves a rotten stench 
A stench is a smell. A stench is, kids, if you've ever had, if you've ever come in, you've been outside playing all day, or maybe you just woke up and you got funky morning breath, or you got B.O. from playing outside all day, and you run up and give one of your parents a hug, they might hug you and go, Woo, you need a bath. Woo, you need to brush your teeth. Okay? Because you know why? Because you have a stench. Okay? That's the physical stench. We have a stench in our spirit when we sin. When we, when we do things that make God sad and that bring consequences in our life. And so we've got to do something about this. We've got to do something about this stench. So here's the good news, see? Because we saw the video. You saw there's God and there's us and then there's sin in the middle. God made a way for you and I. He made a way for you and I to not have to just always be stinky, to always be covered, to always be under that, that smell of sin. Um, last week... We got a lot of rain a week, a little bit before that. And if you happen to be friends with me on Facebook, you might have seen a video that I posted on, on, on Facebook. And it, and it was a lovely new water feature that Drew and I had installed in our backyard. Actually not. Um, we have the city sewer runs. We back up to a creek that connects to the Withlacoochee. And we have this sewer drain thing that's, that's right on the other side of our fence. And we've got a long backyard, and it's right there on the other side of the fence. Well, when it rains for six, seven, eight days in a row, um, you see Noah go by on an ark. And you go, hey, and can I get on? No, just kidding. But the water rises, and one morning we woke up, and there coming out of the top of the sewer drain was this lovely fountain of not just water. Okay, the stuff you flush down your toilet, this beautiful water feature. Now listen, we've got a long backyard, so from, from standing at the top of our back door, at the top of our deck looking out there, or even if you were just to open the window and listen, it sounded so wonderful, and it looked kind of, kind of pretty, you know, water does something to us all, we're like, ooh, water, and we watch it, you know, and, but the closer you got to it, you realized that it was stinky, it had a stench, and you didn't want to get close to it. You know, that's kind of how sin is for a lot of us. It might sound good, it might look good for a moment, it might get our attention just for a few moments, but listen, the longer you stay with it and the closer you get to it, you find out that it just stinks. So, God made a way for us to not have to be stuck in that, to be, to be left in that place, to be separated from him. Sin stinks, but God gave us Jesus. What he does is that Jesus comes and he makes a way for you and I to take that, that sin and says, you know what? You don't have to live separated from me. Now, he doesn't say that suddenly your life will be perfect and you'll never mess up again. But he says, no, I've come to do away with sin. This is what we talked about at Easter a few weeks ago. Is God came to do away with sin. He came to say, you know what? You don't have to live in a, a life of, of, of condemnation, of living underneath all these consequences and being separated from me. God gave us Jesus to take that away. Now, I don't know how some of you are in learning at school and stuff, but I'm a visual learner. I like to see something and sometimes even touch something. So I want to offer this to you, and, and kids, especially on the side, if you can't see what I'm doing and you want to shift, come and sit over here on the floor for a minute, you can, um, or something. But I want you to see something in regard to this whole sin thing. 
See, here's, here's a, well, here's sin. Anyone want to drink of this? Delicious. Put your hand down, boy. Okay? We don't, we don't want to drink of that. Here's some sin. We got some sin here. And here's God. Clear. Okay, here's God. And here's what happens in our lives. Here's you and me. Okay? And, you know, well, let's, let's take it back a little bit further from you and me. How about we go back to the garden? See, in the garden there were two people. Who were they? Adam and Eve, and they were there, and oh, God gave him this beautiful garden, this beautiful place to live. He, he, he said, I want you to enjoy this, and he gave it to them. And then, do we know what happened with Adam and Eve? Thank you, Angie. Glad the adults are paying attention. Sin came along, Ser- a serpent. What's a serpent? Snake. That's right. He came along and he tempted Eve, he tempted Adam and Eve, and, and they sinned. And here's what happened. Ugly, nasty sin entered into beautiful perfection of Adam and Eve in the garden. And suddenly, Adam and Eve weren't clean anymore. Okay? They had a perfect relationship with God. And now, they don't. Anyone want to take a swig of this? So, this is where we are. This is where we find ourselves. This is what that video was talking about. Sin stinks. This says you, but it could also say me. It could have my name on it, have your name on it. Sin separates us from God. What in the world do we do? We need a way. And what I love is that, that you, know, you know, Easter, right? We talked about a couple weeks ago, and we know what happened. Jesus was up on that cross. People were yelling at him, screaming at him. They were, they were calling him names, spitting. And when he finally took his last breath, there were some mean old bullies that were really excited, key of which, number one, would be our enemy, Satan the one who tempted Adam and Eve in the garden. And you know what he said whenever he, when Jesus took his last breath on that cross? You know what, you know what uh, Satan did? He was like, ha, 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 see what happens here? Ha, I'm going to pour my, oh, oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no, my sin's not, it's not working. It's, it's, not, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. I mean, Jesus was supposed to, to die, and he didn't. And three days later, <laughs> he came alive, Mallory, you're right. Three days later, God comes along. Jesus walks, walks right out of that tomb and he says, oh yeah, you think you, got, you think you got me beat? You think you got me down? Guess what? I came to bring life. I came to take away the stinky old stench and sin of the world. See, this is what a life in Christ does. See, the consequences are here. The consequences are here. Jesus comes along and says, I want to bring you life. I want to bring you hope. I don't want you to be stinky anymore. That's what he says to you and to me. Now listen, like I said a moment ago, we can choose to make choices 
today. I mean, I love Jesus. Anyone here love Jesus? Raise your hand. Okay, I love Jesus. You do too. That's not a cheer. Hey, but, but we could make it one. But I'm going to probably make a bad choice later today. Maybe before I even get in my car to leave. So the beauty of a relationship with God through Jesus is that he says to me, Shannon, remember, every day I have come to to bring clarity to your life, to, to make your life crystal clear, to take away the sin of your life. And so every single day I get to choose that. You know, one of the first Bible verses I ever learned was out of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. And it says this, because see here, the work's been done. God's done the work through Jesus, okay? He's done this work. He doesn't have to redo it. It's been done. Here's where our part comes in. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, you know what that means? That means we tell God we're sorry. If we confess our sins, God, he is faithful and just, and he will forgive us our sins, and he will purify us. He will cleanse us. He will make us clear of all wickedness, of all unrighteousness, of all sin. See, God's done the work. Now I get to do this every day. You get to do 1 John 1, 9 to confess our sins and live a life that honors God, to make choices that honor God, to choose God over self. Because kiddos, sin stinks. It stinks. I think most of us in here know that. We've, we've, we've experienced enough of it. We've had, even, even if it's just a, a timeout, or maybe a no-no spoon, or maybe a no-technology consequence, we understand that when we make choices that don't honor God, there are consequences. And the Lord wants to bring into our lives an opportunity to live in clarity, to live crystal clear, to live a life that honors Him. Now, in your bulletin that you received today, uh, you don't have to look at it right now, but when you open it up on that first panel, there's a section that says, talk it over. And parents, uh, older brothers and sisters, uh, you don't have to just have kids do this, but sometime today when you go to lunch or later on tonight at dinner when you get home later, I want you to talk over today's message as a family and see what the Lord might be speaking to you. And I'm not just talking to the kids here. I'm talking to the grown-ups too. What is the Lord saying to you about living a life that honors him instead of living a life that stinks? Would you pray with me? Lord, I thank you today that you have taught us, that you have shown us who you are, you have shown us who you are through Jesus, that we don't have to to live a life that keeps us separated from you, we don't have to stay apart from you, that Lord, you want to... You want to draw closer to us. You want us to draw closer to you for sure. Um, Lord, you desire that we wouldn't be people that even tonight as we go to bed and we're putting our head on the table, that we're not um, thinking to ourselves, man, why did I do that? Why did I? Oh, that's horrible. Lord, instead we can say, God, I sure am sorry. I'm sure I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I said that. I'm I'm sorry I, I didn't do what you wanted me to do. Lord, would you please forgive me? Lord, would you help me to, to get some good sleep tonight and to rise in the morning and, and live a life that, that honors you?
God to live a life that makes you smile. We don't want to live a life that makes us makes you sad. We want to live a life that makes you smile. Lord, we thank you so much for Jesus who came to take away the stink of the sin in our life. And it's in that name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Solomon's Porch Podcast. We hope you heard some good practical news in this episode that you can apply to your life. If you'd like, we'd love for you to review our podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. You can also support our ministry by going to theporchvaldasa.com slash give. Until next time, stay classy, listening friends.